Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Well, welcome to the podcast today, and Allie and I are diving into a hard topic, right Allie? This one's going to be a tough one today. This is a tough one for all of us, I'm sure. Yeah, we're going to talk about forgiveness today, and I really think that as we both reflect on our own lives of um, people who have caused us grief and pain, forgiveness is something we've both had to learn how to do. Um, when, I mean, I know, I think you would agree with that as we struggle through it sometimes. And, you know, I think that when, you know, when you move and, and spend time with so many different people in so many different situations, there's always going to be, you know, there's going to be hurt, there's going to be offenses, there's going to be downright betrayal. Um, and, you know, and not that we're old, but we've lived a pretty decently long life that we, you know, we've had it happen a, a few times or, or remember even things that have happened in our, you know, to our families or in our families' lives and, and just understanding it's going to happen. And when you start a study like this, oh, I'm going to prepare myself to, to, to talk about forgiveness. It's so easy to think about things that happened and then kind of get sucked into that vortex of, well, this shouldn't have, you know, and go back into that hurt and, and offense. And so um, the Lord really needs to get victory in so many people's lives. I see, you know, you see it all the time. You know, people just cannot live in forgiveness, cannot live in that, um, right. in that, in that beautiful place that God wants us to be in. Absolutely. And I, I think if you've been in ministry long enough, if you've walked in Christian circles alongside brothers and sisters in Christ, you know that you get hurt there just like you get hurt in the world. In fact, I would say I've probably been hurt greater by people who claim to be my brother or sister in Christ than I have been by somebody who doesn't even claim to know Jesus. And so I think that sometimes this is a very difficult uh, realization to come to, especially for a new believer in Christ, somebody who has just recently received Jesus and they're thinking, oh, great, I get to hang out in the church with, with people who love Jesus to find out very quickly that the preacher can hurt you, the, the Sunday school or life group leader can, can offend you in some way, to find out that sometimes the very place you can get hurt the deepest is sometimes right in the middle of the steeple. And I've I found myself in my small group and I were talking about this the other day that I actually find it easier to forgive non-believers or mm -hmm. forgive, you know, the women, you know, maybe the women in our, in our workshop that are just sometimes just, just spewing uh, meanness to me. And I'll, I can just forgive them so much easier than I forgive my, my church, my church sister in, yeah. in the seat next to me. And, and, and why, why do I, why do I struggle with that? And why is it such a struggle mm -hmm. when we have been forgiven for so much? Yeah. And I think also family relationships. I know as I've counseled through the years so much, women find it very difficult to forgive a husband or to forgive a child or mm -hmm. to forgive uh, or a child may find it very difficult to forgive a parent. Mm -hmm. I think even in the family dynamic, it becomes very difficult for those very people that we say we love the most. Uh, it becomes very difficult to forgive because maybe our love for them has allowed their offense to go deeper into our hearts and into our souls than somebody else's offense would go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so glad the Bible speaks into these really practical everyday life issues. Jesus knew that 
this was part of living and breathing air. And so in Luke 17, he's talking to his disciples and he says to these disciples, as long as you live in this life, offenses are going to come. Uh, you will be offended. You will be hurt. And the, the word that Jesus uses in this text covers, it is a very broad word for offenses. It covers everything from that slight offense that would might be insignificant to a, a, a magnificent offense over here that is just weighty and heavy and one that would take you a lifetime to find your way beyond uh, without the help of Jesus. And so Jesus is speaking into that. And he says, look, if as long as you breathe air, you are going to be offended. And you're going to be hurt. And this is, this is part of it. So then Jesus begins to give the disciples a lesson on how to respond. How do I react? What do I do when I am offended? And I've, I've used this so much in counseling through the years because I think it's a really great dissection of the God's job and my job. And, and we see, first of all, he defines God's job. And Jesus says, look, it would be better that a person who offended you, it would be better that they had a millstone, which is like a concrete donut, uh, for <laughs> lack of a better description. It's actually something that they would use um, at a mill to grind uh, grain. And it was like a huge concrete donut pushed by horses or cows or whatever. And Jesus says, it would be better for you to put your head in this big concrete donut and drop off to, in the middle of the ocean and obviously be forced to the very bottom and drown. Then it would be for you to offend one of my children. And so we get this quick visual image Jesus is teaching that there is, there is a judgment. There is, God is the one who has a job and his job is to judge the offense. Mm -hmm. And we understand he's really the only one that can really do that because he's the only perfect one. And right. I, yeah. I just can't pull myself away from my feelings and my emotions and my uh, partialities. Um, I, I can't pull myself away from those things to really be a fair judge. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the, the phrase of in the, in the word uh, in Luke 17, when it talks about the millstone, um, were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea, then he should cause an offense to, to his children, to his little one, how much value his children have in his eyes. That, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of ways that we can just rest in that, rest in his love and, and his already telling us, I have a role and you have a role. Yes. And, and that's a beautiful phrase where he's talking about, I love you so much that, you know, I, I will take care of it. Yes. And, you know, there's other verses that talk about vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so we understand that God as the perfect one, as the holy one and as the righteous one. And I love this fact, Allie, God never has to lay down one characteristic of who he is in order to pick up another one. So in order to be the great judge, he doesn't have to lay down love. Right. He can be perfect love and perfect justice all at the same time. And, and I don't that humans can't cannot uh, it, <laughs> so easily. I mean, I don't know. I can't do it. Uh, humans can't do that. And and so we are created in His image, and we are we are asked to have love and 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 kindness and joy and and all yes. those things. But He encompasses it all at the same time when He's even being the just, um, righteous God that that He is. Yes. And you're right. 
Yeah, it's so difficult, you're right, for us to be able to lay those, you know, to be able to mix and blend those things in perfection. And, and that's why God's still working on us right. uh, to be more like him. But he's able to do that. So he's like, okay, this is, I can do this in total perfection. So you will leave the judging. You leave the, uh, you leave the giving out of punishment. Um, you leave all of that to me. Jesus tells his disciples, leave that to God. And then he turns around to the disciples and he says, here's your job. Okay. And he really kind of wraps this up in a twofold package. One is to go to that person and to, and to discuss the problem. Okay. Um, but the other is really clear and it's to forgive. And this passage is not the only place that Jesus speaks about forgiveness. But when we look at this overarching principle of forgiveness in scripture, what we learn is that we are to forgive no matter what. We are to forgive. There's no circumstance that says, okay, you don't have to forgive in this particular situation. Scripture is really clear. We leave the judging to God. We leave the execution of judgment to God. And then we, on the other hand, are to forgive. But honestly, Allie, I think so many times we push back against this concept of forgiveness because we don't understand forgiveness. Right. And uh, I think we think um, it's, it's hard for us to let go of our, well, I mean, you put it in, in terms of God's responsibility and our responsibility, but sometimes I think what we feel like are our rights and what we're justified in yeah, feeling well this way, or we are, um, this is why I'm pushing back. This is why I'm going to kind of take God's role in this because I know what my rights are. I know what I deserve. Yes. And, um, and this is owed to me. And so I, true. and that's, and that's not a place to live in. Um, number one, it's not biblical. Uh, thinking of Philippians 2, uh, the passage where each esteem other better than himself. Listen, Christ took off the form of God and put on the form of servant. Mm. Um, if we can't look like that, you know, when we've come to offenses, um, then we're not being, we're not being Christ-like. And sometimes I think that's what, what pushes us back. It might be our emotions, but sometimes it's, it's really just, I, yes. I deserve an apology or I deserve justice. I, yes. I'm owed this. And that's not a healthy place to live. Yeah. And I think that is all wrapped up in the un misunderstanding of what it looks like to forgive. Because I think, I think from a lot of people, the devil has really, I think the devil's really deceived us in this way. He has helped us to believe that if I forgive somebody, I'm letting them off the hook. Mm -hmm. If I forgive somebody, I'm saying, oh, it's okay. Yeah. And I'm somehow saying that what you did is not a big deal. Um, and so therefore I'm going to forgive you. And that's actually, when you look at the biblical concept of forgiveness, that's actually not true at all. Uh, when even you mentioned just a second ago about the debt that Christ paid, our own debt that we owed, that Christ paid on the cross for us. And now we can receive that forgiveness of sin that we have. It, it, as we look at that picture and as that picture seeps out throughout all of the pages of scripture and we watch this, true forgiveness is not letting an offense go that's no big deal, but true forgiveness is actually saying the debt you owe me is so large you could never repay me if you tried. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know Jesus gave the parable of the man 
who was owed so much money that he would never be able to pay this guy back. And the what did the guy who he owed money to do? He said, all right, I'm going to forgive your debt. I'm going to write this debt off and I'm going to say you owe me nothing because there's no way in a lifetime you could ever pay me back for what you owe me. And then the Bible says this man went out and he found a man who owed him very little. Mm-hmm. And he immediately said, pay me what you owe me. And the man said, I don't have it. And he said, fine, I'll throw you in jail till you can pay it to me then. And this parable Jesus teaches of, of what it actually, again, looks like to forgive mm-hmm. um, is it's not, forgiveness is not for those who have done a little thing for you, against you, and, and you're just going to let them off the hook. Forgiveness is really about things that are so big and so large that a lifetime could not pay back the debt that is owed. Right. Because of that offense. And so as we look at that, I think it's such a big deal for us to understand the weight of that debt. Because if we get our minds on that, then what we have to do is that takes us to the next step. Okay, wait a minute. So Reba, you're telling me that the offense is so great that no one could ever pay me back. Yes, that's what I'm telling you. And I think a lot of us identify. We're like, yes, that's exactly right. They could crawl to my house on their <laughs> knees and it wouldn't, it wouldn't take it away. Because here's the thing, Allie, we've both, we've, people have said stuff to us. And even though they may have apologized for what they said, we still hear those words ring in our mm-hmm. ears at times. Yeah, right. And it's still, or it sets up about us that it gets yes. back, you know, get, oh, wait, absolutely. And, yeah. and they never have acknowledged it. And so, you know, and we're not, we're not talking, we're talking general terms here, but there is something to be said about, you know, it's going to happen. And, and even Christ said, it's going to happen. Yes. So he's prepared ahead of time. And I think sometimes people want to only talk about forgiveness when they're in the midst of a real situation. But if, if, if we can learn how to forgive before there's an offense coming, if we can prepare our hearts for understanding the true meaning Mm, biblically of what it is, then we can prepare ahead of time. So, because it's going to happen when it does happen, be prepared for what Christ says is our job rebuke then forgive and absolutely and, yeah and, and and that forgiveness is not dependent upon how large the offense mm-hmm. is but it, it's we're assuming that the debt could never be paid so as a person is looking at this and they're saying okay so then what can i do then if this debt could never be paid back to me and there's only one of two options you either hold the debt against them for the rest of their lives mm-hmm. okay or you forgive that debt. Now, the Bible teaches us if I hold the debt against them for the rest of their lives, that it only brings bitterness Mm -hmm. and it only brings bondage to my own heart and to my own life because the one one who is enslaved by this offense is me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that is so hard for us sometimes to see. We want to think that our holding forgiveness back is somehow punishing that other person. And really the person suffering the most is not them. The person suffering the most is me. Exactly. And in that suffering, we tend to, if we hold on to that suffering, um, it, it, it's going to lead to temptations to other things, mm. maybe gossip, maybe division, um, maybe hurting that person back. Right. And, and I think some, sometimes people want to hold on to that to that, but they leave themselves open to further temptation of 
further hurt or further uh, just a cycle that'll continue in, in more sin. Yes, because the Bible says that anger turns into bitterness. Right. And, and, and we, all, we all know that all this stuff just becomes this toxic, vile, bubbling mess that's in our lives that it really is eating away at our hearts and who is destroying us uh, from the inside out mm-hmm. as we look at that. So Jesus gives us a path. He gave his disciples a path. Uh, and he, he gives us a path to, to actually find freedom mm-hmm. and he gives us a path to be able to get rid of those toxins regardless. Now, this is the part I love, Allie, because it's not dependent on what the other person does. My, my extension of forgiveness to them, I can extend a forgiveness to a person who never asked me to forgive them. Mm-hmm. I can ask, I can forgive a person who's now dead and gone. Mm-hmm. I can, for, you know, I have the ability to let this go mm-hmm. um, and the power to let it go and to wipe that debt free sits on my shoulders as God helps me to do it. And it's not dependent on how this other person reacts or responds. You know, they could say, Hey, look, you know what? I didn't do anything to you and I don't owe you any apology and I hate your guts. Okay. They could do all of that. And you know what? I don't have to be tied to that venom. I can actually find freedom by saying, you know what? You can never, ever, you can never make this up to me. And so I am going to erase this debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to look like Christ as I do it. I'm going to, mm-hmm. it's what he did for me. And this is what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to erase the debt. But honestly, I mean, let's just be honest. This is not easy stuff. It's, it's not. And sometimes you, you feel like you feel like you have to do it over and over and over again. But it's, I think it's the, the renewing mm. of your mind in that yeah. situation, just if it comes up, because we know it's, if it does come back to your heart and mind and you feel yourself wanting to pull back into that, to that bitterness and that hurt, um, you, again, you have to pray for it. And that's when the disciples uh, in, are like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And they probably each of them have an offense or two in their minds, even among yeah. themselves. I'm, I'm sure. imagining by the time they get to Luke 17, they've been together for a while. And, yeah. um, and so they're like, okay, Lord, increase our faith, increase yeah. our faith. How, yeah. how is this? How many times how, do we have to like? do this Lord? Yeah. <laughs> and, and what is this? Three. Like? They only want to do it three times, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, and no, Jesus, no. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's these repetitive. Jesus says just as many times as it's required, go do it. Um, and I think sometimes it feels like weakness. I know a lot of women I've talked to through the years, they feel like forgiveness is for the weak, Mm-mm. but I'll be honest with you. I think truly forgiveness is for the strong and it, because it takes so much courage, um, to not only to go uh, to talk to somebody, I mean, have you ever had to talk to somebody who's offended you? I mean, that takes a lot of courage mm-hmm. to go do that. But even beyond that, it takes a lot of courage to erase that debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, and so I think such a lie that, oh, well, this is just weakness. Um, but I think it's so interesting what you said, because the disciples do say increase our faith. And I think a question I often have is, well, what does faith have to do with forgiveness? Mm-hmm. Uh, why would the disciples say, Lord, increase our faith? What does that have to do with forgiveness? But I think that this is such a huge part of it because. When I release that debt, I am trusting God to do his part. Right. And he will take care of the justice. He will take care of the judgment. 
he will take care of all that. And I don't, sometimes I never see that with my own eyes. You know, you and I were talking a little bit before we went on the podcast about Joseph Mm -hmm. and Joseph goes, he's treated so badly by so many, his brothers, then he's, he's lied about by Potiphar's wife. He's imprisoned. I mean, it's just one really hard case scenario after another. And we don't, Joseph doesn't always tell us what he's thinking. And the Bible doesn't always give us a narrative on what Joseph's heart attitude was through all of those circumstances. But we get all the way to Genesis 50 and we watch Joseph say to his brothers who are now petrified after their fathers died that Joseph is finally going to get his revenge. Right. Dad's dead. You're going to get your revenge now because you're the second powerful man in the world. Here it comes. You're getting ready to lower the boom on us. And Joseph looks at these brothers and he says, look, here's what I know. You meant all this for evil, but God took everything you threw at me for evil and God turned it out for good. Mm -hmm. And man, does that ever take faith to make a statement like that? It takes so much trust to just say, you know, because he did all have all the power to, to punish them any way he saw fit. Mm -hmm. And they knew that. And he knew that. But instead, he's going to allow God to handle it if, if and when God chooses to handle it. And I think that's yes. where the faith and the trust comes in. We don't always get the chance like Joseph did to, to have the upper hand, um, if you want to call it that. <laughs> if, to be able to say, yes. you did evil, they, they be uh, so afraid of us. We never have, um, we might never have that in our offenses. But still, that's what the disciples were saying increase our faith we need to learn how to trust in god so completely that he's going to take care of our offenses for us what we need to do is is let it go and um but that jesus did not tell him just tell him it's okay he does say rebuke he says confront and that's what joseph was able to do joseph said it was evil guys uh you're jerks and and for a very long time i suffered at your hands but i'm gonna give this to god and I'm going to get to see how God is going to work through this. We don't always get to see it. Like you said, we don't always get to see the purpose that God had in that offense, but we do get to have a restored relationship possibly with that person, a restored, uh, just healing in our own heart mm-hmm. for just having let it go. That millstone's not around our neck that we don't have to worry about the judgment that's up to God. Yes. And, and that's where the faith and the trust comes in. Yeah. And you know, I mean, if I'm just being really transparent, there's times and I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm going to forgive them, but would you let me have a ringside seat to the judgment? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Because I, I would, would like, like to see it if you yeah, don't mind. I would really like to see them go down in flames on this thing. Um, but I think that shows really, it shows the immaturity of my own spiritualness <laughs> and, and, and the wickedness of my own heart. Because I think you mentioned this at the beginning, how much have I been forgiven? Mm-hmm. Um, and I have been forgiven so greatly that Jesus died on the cross to pay for all of my sin. And he holds, I mean, scripture is clear. He buries it uh, in the depths of the sea. He cast it as far as the east is from the west. He remembers it no more. And so if God, if God can cast my sin so far away and he chooses never to remember my offenses against him because of what Jesus did for me, then how can I do anything other than extend forgiveness to those who have so greatly offended me, knowing that Jesus says no weapon that's formed against you will prosper and trusting in him to do what he can only do in the right way that he can do it. 
and being able then to just live my life in freedom. Right. Uh, it's it's comforting to know that he has promised that in, in scripture, even in this passage. I love you so much. I'm going to take care of the people that offend you. Your yeah. role is just to forgive. That's your role. And it's a hard, it's a hard thing. Mm-hmm. You see, because he, he says, you're going to have to do it over and over again. Just trust, yes. you know, just trust me on this. Um, but I think the other thing is as humans, we, we don't have that luxury of being able to bury it in the deep sea and forget. Um, mm-hmm. no, we, we can't don't. forgive and forget, but we can forgive. And like you said at the beginning, not hold it to their account because mm-hmm. so many times we're offended or hurt and forgiveness needs to be extended to people that we run into every day or people that mm-hmm. we are in contact with, whether it's our families, um, in our church, um, our workplace. Yes. It's not like the God takes those people out of your life and moves them to another area. You're going to be confronted with this person yes. every day, but being able to, when you see their face and this has happened, I have, there have been times where I've been deeply betrayed or deeply hurt, but that's not the first thing I see when that, when I see that person. And I'm thankful for that. Um, it, it, it took a while, but at the same time, it was the most freeing thing I was able to do, but that is not on their account when it comes to me. Right. And, um, it's, it's a, it's, it's a place, it's a good place to live with that person, you know, because, um, God has called us, God has said, just trust me, I'll take care of it. You do your part. And, and that's how, that's how you can live. Because like you said, we're the ones who are going to just be holding that thing in bitterness, being waiting to see, you know, waiting for the ringside seat to see, you know, and you're just giddy because you hope that something, you know, fire falls from heaven. And we don't get those Elijah moments where we can just dance around an altar and fire falls. No. We, we might well, not get that. And no. that's where the trust and faith comes in. You're exactly right. Because forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a decision yeah. that people make. It's not, I, if I wait till I feel like forgiving somebody, I'm never going to forgive them, right? You right. know, but it's a decision that I have to make because I know it's the right thing to do. And it's really, I, I really, it's a gift I give myself. Mm-hmm. It really is because in the long run, I, I'm uncutting the, the, the really, the, the strong ties that hold me to this, to this pain and to this hurt and to this thing. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly cutting those things away. And I am realizing that every day I decide I, I'm forgiving. I'm just not gonna, I'm not going to get back into bitterness and resentment on this. And I think that that ties so much into the fruit of the spirit because we know we can't do this without God's spirit working through us. This is an impossible. I'm sure somebody's listening right now and they're going, yeah, but you don't know what was done to me. And you know, you don't know what they, how badly I was offended. You don't understand how the depths and the darkness of where I've been. And yet at the same time, we share these truths with women that you work with off the streets who have been prostituted, who have been trafficked, who have been sold as children, who have been abused. There's, there's just not an offense that's too great for this, the power of forgiveness to work in a person's heart and life. But I do think it takes the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, and Paul talks about that in Ephesians. Yeah, he says um, in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you. And that those are the things that can come out of a heart of unforgiveness. Yes. Because like I said, if you, you keep going, it's going to continue to get, you're going to continue more in sin than the original just unforgiving spirit. And then mm-hmm. verse 32, and this is one that you learned, we, a lot of us learned this as a child. 
be ye kind one to another, tender hearted. And the next phrase is forgiving one another. Yeah. Because as God in Christ Jesus has forgiven you and and understanding and and we don't see when we look at the fruit of the spirit, for example, in Galatians, uh, love, joy, peace, um, kindness is in there. And that's yes. where kindness comes in. If you are rooted deep and the Holy Spirit is working in you, producing that fruit mm. and in this season of forgiveness, in this season of you need, um, this is the season that you're mm. in right now. You've been offended, just like Christ told you it's going to happen. This is your season. But the fruit that's going to come out is a kindness and a, and, and a, and a heart that says, I can forgive. I'm going to mm. put that away because I don't want the next things that are going to come, which is that bitterness and that anger. Absolutely. And I think that, that is so we understand really clearly we can just say this really simple being able to forgive is a supernatural act in our hearts and our lives that the holy spirit works and he gives us the ability to forgive he gives us the ability to to say you know what and really when we say i forgive you here's what we're really saying i'm leaving you to god Mm -hmm. i'm leaving your offense to god i'm leaving you to the lord and i'm going to let the lord deal with you and i'll be honest with you I would rather anybody deal with me, but God, okay, because he has an unlimited resources and ways in which he can, he can deal with me. And so it is not a light thing to say, I'm leaving you to God. That is a very heavy, that is a heavy thing to say, Um, but I'm going to let it go. I'm going to, I'm going to cut those ties that are poisoning my life and the bitterness and the anger that I feel and the resentment that I feel and maybe even the actual hatred that I feel towards mm-hmm. you I'm going to I'm going to cut those ties and I'm going to erase this debt that you owe me you don't owe me this debt anymore it's this is between you and God and I'm moving on with my life and in that in that supernatural act as God just produces like you said that fruit in our lives that is that love and that joy and that peace and that long suffering Mm -hmm. and that gentleness and that goodness. Those are the things that come out of our life as the spirit works in us and through us. And it's either that, or you can hold it against them for the rest of your life. And the stuff that comes out of your life is bitterness and hatred and anger and a sour spirit and a sour soul. And just, and, and I think we've all met people who, man, they're just, their whole life is, there's no joy. There's and let's nothing. be honest, there's no way that that can stay contained in your no. own world. That no. seeps out, it seeps out so quickly, mm-hmm. a life of unforgiveness or a heart of unforgiveness, um, especially if you're not forgiving of one person, if mm-hmm. other offenses piled on, you're going to, it, it just, it seeps out into, and it touches other people's lives in a way that you would never, you would never want if you were in your right mind. Um, but, and sometimes we're clouded by, again, we're clouded by our own rights. We're clouded by our own justifications and, and that, that affects so many other people to your immediate family. And then, and then further out into the work, we've all met people that are, like you said, are just unhappy and living in a bitter, a bitter Bitter mindset. And they're, I wouldn't go out. I wouldn't have coffee with them. That's for sure. Right. And I think, you know, as, as you're looking at that grander scale of things, I think as we, there's a sense to where I can relish in the forgiveness that was given to me by Christ. Mm -hmm. And I really think we never fully appreciate that forgiveness that was given to us until we learn to forgive other people. Right. Uh, And as we learn to forgive others, 
then we really can embrace in a bigger way what it feels like to be forgiven ourselves, mm -hmm. which is the essence of the gospel. It is the good news. It is, I, the, good news. It is the good news. You know, and understanding that if we think about it, if we think about it selfishly and our sins were placed on Christ at the cross, which is what mm -hmm. the Bible, which is what the Bible says, he took upon him the sins of the world, yeah. then that includes whatever offense that somebody else did to you. It, that offense was also placed on Christ. And, and so it's all mixed in there with our offenses as well. Mm -hmm. um, and, and Christ died for that person. Christ died for, the, for those sins in order to offer them forgiveness offer us forgiveness and in order to teach us, Hey, I've got it. I've taken care of it, or I'm taking yeah. care of it. Your job is to let it go and, yeah. and forgive. Yeah. Just hand it over. So, hand it over. so, you know, if you're listening today and, uh, we realize, I mean, because we've both been there, we realize that these are hard words, uh, to say, especially if you are in the, as Allie put it, a season of offense right now and you've got a heavy offense sitting on your life right now it is very very difficult um but i would ask you what is coming to your mind right now that you need to let it go uh who is coming to your mind right now that you need to cut those those ties from that are just all of that bitterness and anger and hatred uh towards and what do you need to do to forgive? Maybe there's somebody that uh, we need to, you need to go to today and just say, look, you know, um, this is what's going on here. And, and I'd like to get this fixed with you. Um, and maybe, maybe that's not possible. Sometimes it's not even possible to do. And so in that case, I want to encourage you that you can still forgive someone whether they even are still alive or whether they receive your forgiveness or whether you can still forgive. Um, and, and then I think there may be the flip side of that coin, Allie, which we really haven't talked about today, but I just think it might be important before we leave to say, maybe somebody sitting here listening to the podcast today and they've realized they've been the one who offended. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that maybe need to go to somebody and say, I am so sorry. Maybe it's a, a, a spouse, maybe it's a, a, a child, maybe it's a family, a friend, uh, but maybe there's somebody listening and, and you maybe, you know, we really didn't spend any time talking about this today, but I think those are difficult. Some of the hardest words in the English language are, I am sorry, I have hurt you, will you I please was wrong. forgive me? Yeah, I was right. wrong, wrong, you know, I was wrong. And would you forgive me? And so maybe God is speaking in that way to your life today. And um, again, I would encourage you go deal with that so that you have freedom. Go, go, go take care of that because these poisons, um, they don't go away. Um, uh, they stay in a heart and in a life and they poison that heart and that life if we allow them to. And so, but I, God will give us the supernatural ability to actually live this through. And, but your first step is a faith step. It's not, uh, as Ali pointed out, it's a faith step. It's not a, it is not a feeling step. It is not a, you know, it, you step into it in faith and maybe you step into it a hundred times a day. Maybe you revisit it every six months. You just have to go back to it in order to, to really keep that, that, uh, those good things flowing in your life that God wants to give us through the fruit of the spirit. So I hope this has been encouragement, right? That was the goal. That was the goal. It, it always is the goal, hopefully. Um, but I think speaking from speaking from experience as we both are, 
it is freeing. And, mm. um, but there's so much trust in God that comes into that. So, you know, we just encourage you to, to get in the word so you can understand God's heart and for, and of love for you and, and his yes. heart of love for everybody. And, and maybe that'll help you understand a little bit more how, um, just to trust him so that you can just let it go and let him, him take care of the work. Absolutely. Um, I don't believe us believe him. And so, um, you know, if you want to test the words that we've shared with you, go out to Luke 17, look up the word forgiveness and trace it through scripture and, and uh, learn for yourself what God has for us. And, um, in, in all of this, but our goal for you is that you can be rooted deep in the things that are going to be life-changing. And so the last thing we want you rooted deep in is bitterness and anger and frustration. And so today, hopefully there's, we, we're, hopefully there's freedom today in stepping into this. And that's, that's really what we wish for you as you go forward. And, and as always, if there's a way we can help, if there's a way that we can speak into a need that you might have, feel free to email either one of us, feel free to reach out to us. And uh, we definitely aren't the answer gurus for sure, but we at least know where the answers are. And so uh, hopefully we can help point you in the right direction um, as you walk through some of these difficult places. Uh, so thanks for joining us today. And uh, as we dealt with a really tough topic of uh, forgiveness today, and ask yourself the hard questions as you think about it this afternoon and go do some hard things today and start scratching some debt off that list. So until next time, uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.